Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Delicious Podcast Extra Portion with me, Jilly Smith. This week we hear about One Planet Plate, the campaign launched this month by the Sustainable Restaurant Association to encourage chefs to create one dish on their menus for a better future. I met one of the chefs who signed up, Nick Balf, at Salon in Brixton Market and the SRA's Julian Cayouette Noble to find out what it's all about. So we're running a campaign called One Planet Plate that is all about getting chefs involved in uh, presenting what essentially is their uh, choice for the most sustainable dish on their menu. And um, so presenting an option for a sustainable future. Uh, We don't have a very specific vision as there's multiple answers to what uh, one planet plate could be. So that could be something that is um, looking at food that's normally wasted. It could be something that's using local produce and kind of an interesting story to get to the plate. We could be highlighting uh, sustainable fish. It could be using better meat or uh, veg-led dishes, uh, kind of reordering the plate so that we're promoting plant-based foods over um, meat. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so it's a call out to chefs, really, to show diners what sustainable food should look like on the plate. Okay, and, and the campaign is what? How long is it going to last? So uh, it is launching on Earth Hour, which is March 24th, and uh, it is indefinite beyond that. So okay. we're asking chefs to put it on their menu starting on Earth Hour, and then we are creating a treasure trove of these recipes um, and restaurants that are involved and asking diners to go out and, and taste them. And review them? Are you asking for some interaction? Uh, we would love diners to share them on social media. Mm-hmm. So using uh, hashtag One Planet Plate mm-hmm. and getting their recipes, showing us what you're what you're eating, and choose with your fork essentially for a better food future. Yeah. How many chefs are actually a part of this campaign? So we've had a great response so far. Uh, we have about. 70 recipes that we will be launching the campaign with and then ongoing from there. So we have everybody from kind of Yota Mandolenghi to Jamie's Italian that are getting involved. So Nick, we're in the middle of Brixton Market here. I mean, it's pretty cool. I wouldn't have thought that you'd need to be persuading too many people around here to be eating sustainably. Well, I think as food professionals, we have a bit of a duty to think sustainably and behave sustainably. And I think that um, it's something that I'm really keen to push just because it's something I believe in and it makes perfect sense. And I think actually it's good for our guests to be in a situation where um, the some of that work's being done for them and, and when they come out to eat, they can sort of be comfortable in the fact that they're eating something sustainable and that's, that's um, you know, is being sourced and cooked and prepared and 
um, stored responsibly and they don't have to kind of worry about that too much. Yeah. They can just enjoy a delicious yeah, meal. Yeah, I mean, more and more restaurants are really becoming sort of safe spaces for people who really care about that yeah. stuff. You come in here, you close the door, and just for those couple of hours, people like you are making those decisions for them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you making? What's your one plate? So we are doing a dish um, using broccoli, and um, what we tend to find is that uh, we use, well, we always use seasonal ing- ingredients here, and um, one of the ingredients we're using a lot of at the moment is uh, sprouting broccoli, and um, I love bro- broccoli anyway, um, but one of the things that is can be a bit tricky with broccoli is that there's always a stalk which... Um, it's kind of surplus, you know, you need to find another use for it um, or, you know, use it in a stock or make some soup or something mm. like that. And um, what we uh, have been doing recently is turning the stalk into a delicious um, puree and um, we flavour it with uh, some garlic and some herbs and some um, some nice, um, nice kind of like aromatics mm. and we playfully uh, call it broccamole. <laughs> <laughs> Great one. And that is the idea, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just to kind of come in here and have a that safe space that we talked about, but also to go home and say, actually, you know, I'm going to do that with yeah, my broccoli exactly. stalk. Give us some other examples of things that you would have thrown away two years ago and then that you're now beginning to think differently about. Well, I think since the beginning of Salon, we've been, we've been looking at ways to reduce our waste and um, looking at ways to uh, find uses for byproducts. And that's a really big part of Salon and has been for the five years since we've been open. So some of the things we do, for example, is um, we make a fresh cheese using um, the milk that is frothed from making cappuccinos and we save it all um, and chill it and then uh, we split the curds and whey to make a kind of like a a cow's curd cheese. And we use that um, in lots of different ways. We use it, um, we often use it as... um, well, on our brunch menu, uh, we use it as part of um, some of the kind of um, some of the snacks that we do. Um, so that's great. We use our um, all of our bread ends um, to make crackers. So we take the crusts of bread, turn it into like a porridge um, by mixing it with water, um, spread it out, dehydrate it, and turn it into these kind of crackers that we serve with our cheeses. Uh, we use our spent coffee grounds to do things like um, cure meat and fish Um, so we have uh, salmon that we cure um, in coffee um, and we serve that on our brunch menu so the two kind of go hand in hand smoked salmon and coffee markets are a great place to Mm. look at sustainability Mm. particularly in terms of waste food because you can go around all the other stalls I mean can you do that in Brixton Market? There's some great traders here who are doing some really interesting things Um, and we we occasionally will get uh, stuff from the market. And actually, I do think it's a quite a sustainable way to source produce. I mean, one of the great things about markets is that they buy in huge quantities, take it to one place, and then everyone kind of comes there and grabs their own. There's no, there's not really very much packaging. Yeah. Um, there's not, there's not like loads of um, distribution costs. There's not, you know, there's, there's not, um, you know, they're, they're going to the market and taking it to a place, and then people come to them. Um, we definitely have relationships with other businesses in the area which um, help us with our sort of sustainability credentials. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, give all of our uh, green waste to um, an allotment where mm-hmm. um, in um, sort of Dulwich, West Norwood, which is about a mile and a half away. Yeah. Um, and since um, doing that, so obviously they use that for compost, 
And since doing that, we've actually developed a relationship with one of the allotment holders there, and he's now growing produce for us. So that's been amazing. There's also like a a really good food bank around the corner where we can take uh, leftover um, meals, essentially. Um, And this is beyond the campaign, presumably. This is what you're going to be doing. This is just kind of like business. Yeah, this is just like business as usual for us, really. Um, And in fact... You know, I feel like we were only really just beginning to scratch the surface with our sustainability efforts. Yeah. But we are, we are, we are trying. Yeah. Um, and I think with the One Planet Plate is just a really nice way of, of making a thing of our yeah. sustainability outlook on the menu and you know with the um with the sra who you know we we like working with yeah so tell us a little bit more about the sra you're always doing projects like this aren't you yeah so the sustainable restaurant association uh has been around for about seven years and we were started by restaurateurs really for restaurateurs and so really that industry approach we didn't want to be another kind of not-for-profit organization pushing campaigns on to restaurants. We wanted to come from the industry and say, we understand how you guys work, we understand what the issues are, um, and we want to be there to help digest that for you. So we work with with restaurants from kind of street food all the way up to Michelin stars. We work with independents like Nick all the way through to chain restaurants. and so have that kind of broad scope and actually are one of probably few organizations that bring that kind of sector of people together mm. from the kind of green champions to businesses that you wouldn't necessarily um, know outwardly were sustainable. And all, all over the country? All over the country and actually some all over the world as well. So we work with the World's 50 Best uh, on their sustainability award that happens every year. So mm-hmm. that includes some of the world's best chefs um, that we evaluate their sustainability Mm. Uh, and if you happen to be in necker island this this march (laughs) you can also take part in one planet plate you can you can try the one planet plate on necker island after chatting to julian and nick i crossed london to interview the chef theo randall at the intercontinental hotel in park lane for another podcast episode but i had to ask him what his one planet plate would be and how he deals with waste in his kitchen well, I mean, we've, we have a quite a frugal kitchen here. I mean, I think any good kitchen is a frugal kitchen where you tend to use everything. I mean, you know, we don't have a massive amount of waste. Every kitchen, unfortunately, does have waste. Um, but we try to use everything we possibly can. I mean, for instance, you know, we use all the trimmings and the beef from, um, for the ragu, um, the, the same with the veal chop we use for, a, for stuffing a capoletti. So having pasta on the menu always helps. Mm. Um, but, I mean, the things like, I mean, we do go through a lot of beetroots. We have various di- dishes with beetroots on at the moment. Uh, particularly a smoked deal with beetroots and horseradish and we have a, a lamb dish with roasted beetroots and I always find the leaves you can use the leaves to a certain, certain amount but you know it's never there's just almost too many beet leaves you know for the amount of beet leaves you get the actual beetroots you get so um, I would say a really delicious minestrone I mean you know like a, a sofrito celery onion base celery carrot onion base cook it for a long time um, and then you can just add a stock or water, maybe some lentils or some dried beans of some sort, and then lots of chopped up blanched beet greens, chopped up, nice dash of olive oil, a bit of maybe some basil, and that would make a really fantastic soup mm. that it actually could you know, feed a lot of people and wouldn't be cost, would cost virtually nothing. Brilliant. You going to put it on your menu for One Planet Day? I certainly would. You can follow all the chefs offering their One Planet plates over the next month by going to the SRA.org or searching for the hashtag OnePlanetPlate. And of course, you can find all sorts of delicious ways of using up your leftovers at deliciousmagazine.co.uk. Next week, we'll have more from the world of delicious with the authors of Mildred's Vegan, Dan Acevedo and Sarah Wasserman. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast app so you never miss a bit. Listener.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.